Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Riggs Eckleberry. He is driving the disruption of a trillion-dollar industry that has fallen behind the times and is affecting the health of millions, including you, dear listener. That industry is big water. Simply put, those billion-dollar centralized water systems aren't coping with demand, and water quality is getting worse. Ten years after launching public company Origin Clear, Riggs is here to talk to little old us. Riggs, we greatly appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Sure. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started in the water business? Well, it actually, you know, it's one of those serendipitous things because I came up through tech. I was in the dot-com um, you know, I was instrumental in starting WebEx. Uh, There's a whole train of fun things we did during the dot-com and afterwards. Um, when I finally got to the point where people felt I could be a CEO, what was on offer was to go into a more ecological space than tech. And I thought, you know what? I've learned how to disrupt. Maybe I can disrupt in the eco space. <laughs> that was the that actually landed me uh, initially in a company that was trying to make biofuels out of algae. And um, many pivots later, here we are. Okay. And I'm sure the long version of those pivots could probably fill a book if it hasn't already. So <laughs> let's talk about, for our folks who are watching and listening and don't know, what's wrong with big water? What's wrong with our water? The most compelling stat is the fact that uh, it's a trillion dollar industry uh, by now, 2020. Um, and yet only 20% of the sewage is treated in the world. So that's an odd number because now, granted, it's not that bad in the United States and in Europe, but the rest of the world makes up for it big time. There's wholesale dumping of dirty water uh, throughout the world and even on industrial uh, toxic waste, only 30% are treated. So the water industry needs to expand dramatically, but there's structural reasons why it doesn't. And that's what, what we've been focusing on these past few years. Okay, so ignorant layperson question, why on earth wouldn't 100% of that water be treated? <laughs> well, why do planes fall out of the sky? I don't know. Um, Mechanical the, error. <laughs> right? So the, the, the fact is the water industry is kind of like the hotel industry before Airbnb or the taxi industry before Uber in that a very self-satisfied, limited, you know, only so many taxi medallions in New York City and too bad if you can't get a cab on a rainy day. It was very uh, static. 
And water is that way today. Now, there's good reasons. Public health, for example, means that it's got to be conservative. But we look at, you know, we're, we're in the middle of an epidemic, a pandemic that is not very different from previous ones, but this time we're paying attention, right? So, um, and it's good because we're, we're reforming our practices, we're washing our hands and so forth. Well, maybe we need to take care of the water more because water is why, sanitation is why we are not going to have 80 or 100 million dead like we did with the Spanish flu when there were no flushing toilets. Today, we do have the flushing toilets, but we still have a big problem. I believe that the best way to prevent future pandemics is to dramatically improve sanitation. Now, um, the challenge is doing it. That's the challenge. You know, they'd say, you know, we've invented 50% of the anti-gravity chair. We've got the chair, right? So where, where is the, the point of leverage on transforming this industry? Okay. And so that's talking about a little bit the size of the problem. Now, tell us a little bit about your company's unique approach to helping solve that. Okay, so for the longest time, we did things the water industry way. We, we came up with an incredible technology. Then we found out that the water industry takes 12 to 15 years to adopt their technologies, like, oops. Um, and then we started acquiring because that's what the water industry does. They acquire companies to grow. Um, and that was fine, but we realized eventually that we were not going to transform things by trying to do it as one company. And this led, really, I have the virus to thank because in February of this year, we were faced with a, you know, change or die kind of uh, scenario where, look, um, deal with the problem or investors will pass you by. Um, And what we realized was that there's no marketplace that will allow the funding of water systems, and yet there's demand by investors to do so. So investors would like to invest in water systems. They're not permitted to. Why not? It's a long story. Um, And there's pent up demand. So why not let them fund it? And that's where we realize that if we speed up the funding cycle, we can rev up the water industry. And we're not trying to do it all ourselves because it's a marketplace. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your company and what you do. So Origin Clear, uh, I told you about the original algae thing. Well, that was the original oil. Origin Oil was our first name. And we literally were in the game of um, harvesting uh, algae using electronic pulses. The algae industry went by the wayside when fracking totally destroyed the price of oil. And all of a sudden, biofuels could not be made for $30 or $50 a barrel. And it became a science experiment. That's when we pivoted into water. And I'll only mention one pivot, which is the fact that we managed to reinvent our technology to purify water, get the suspended solids out of water, much the way we were doing with algae. That was good. It was important. Um, Over the years, and we've been public this whole time, Under the eye of the public, we've been learning lessons. Number one, new technology, which is viable today, and we continue to grow with that. Um, Acquiring companies, check that off. Creating internal transformation companies like our modular products, water systems in a box, check that off. Finally, this year, we arrived at what we think is the thing that makes it all work, which is creating a marketplace called Investor Water, which allows investors like you and me 
to finance a piece of water equipment. We think that's a revolution. Okay, so that's fascinating. So why, so theoretically, I could go buy a water utility exchange traded fund or buy stocks in an individual mm. publicly traded water utility company. Why, mm. what is the, what is financing an individual unit look like? Why is that different? Why is that attractive? Well, the fact is, is that, and I'm sorry, because I'm going to adjust my camera because I feel like I'm drowning. <laughs> and that's, that's simply my mistake. I apologize. Okay. That feel better. Um, <laughs> The fact is, is that water, like everything else, is moving to the edges. It's becoming decentralized. Why? Because we have neglected our water infrastructure in this country. So the big central plants have been falling apart, and they have been forcing the users, industrial, commercial, agricultural, not your home, that's why you don't know what's going on, to treat their own water. They say, we only want treated water. Well, excuse me, you were built to treat water. All of a sudden, you can't. We're not going to get into political reasons why we haven't done infrastructure, but it's a fact. So what's happening is we have a, a, a decentralization trend, right, that's going on where more and more water treatment is happening at the premises where the water is being um, made dirty, right? So that makes the scale smaller. Now you don't have a billion-dollar funding issue that Wall Street has to do with a bond. No, it's a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a quarter million dollars, and that is fundable either by one investor or a syndicate. All of a sudden, it becomes doable. Okay, so you talked about not on the consumer side. So who is who does Origin Clear serve? Well, we serve the industrial, and the, the thing about consumer is that the municipalities are still very much in charge of that. They still, their covenant primarily is to us as individuals so that when I flush the toilet, it goes away. Now, you can argue the water quality is not that great in, in coming into my home, but it is not gonna kill me, right? So, um, at least immediately. So, so the fact is, is that they are doing their job, so it's not the problem. The problem really is, is where, um, and, and the growth opportunity, that's what's interesting about this. Is like, you got to look at where the transformation can occur. Can we build another vast uh, public utility somewhere uh, in Redlands, California? No, it's all taken. And it's going to take 20 years and all these NIMBYs and, and bonds, not going to happen. Instead, you're going to have a whole bunch of on-site treatment systems, small is beautiful, and so the growth is all going to be decentralized. So what we realize is if we put decentralization on steroids, we can grow the water industry without all the huge problems of giant infrastructure. Okay. What is a truck in place modular system? One thing we did really, really well in 2018 was we brought in a guru of the prefab water systems industry called Dan Early. And he has a series of very important, five very important patents, which we licensed. And recently we renewed it for a long time with the right to sub-license. Now that's very important because if you are going to invest in a water system in this economy, you don't want it tied to real estate. You don't want it tied to a lease even. Leasing industry is falling apart with the Hertz mess. You want to go with the most easy to repossess model. This is my machine. You stop paying the bill. I'm taking it back. It's rent a center. It's that stupid, but that's the only remaining safe place to be, which is, Hey, you know what? You're not paying your bill. At least I got my machine back to do that. You need this 
modular truck in truck out kind of technology. So when we uh, come out of our current lab, where we've got these pilot programs going on, when we come out of it and have a marketplace and we invite a water company to come in, we go, Oh, um, is your technology portable? No, no, we put it, we drop it in the ground and pour concrete. Sorry. You're and we'll be happy to license what we got to you. Or if they've got it, they're, they're free to, we're, we're not going to say use our technology exclusively, but there's a, a barrier here, which is the stuff has got to be secure. Three things our investors want these, these days is yield, liquidity, and safety. We've, we've accomplished all that with this concept. Okay. And then those truck in, truck out modular systems, those are for what type of customers, what type of business would want? Is that, are you selling that to other water utilities? Are you selling that to a restaurant? Is that a hotel chain? How does that work? Right. So uh, let's look at scale. Right now, the sweet spots for scale is, for example, a 200 home subdivision that is going to build on a hill in Alpharetta, Georgia, off the sewage line, because that would cost a million and a half dollars. We replace it with a quarter million dollar uh, closed circuit system. And now they even have water to sprinkle on their golf course, right? So it's like uh, you're providing a mini portable treatment and filtration system for a community or for a large user, not, you know, my house. Yes, because going down to the house, first of all, as, as we mentioned, it's kind of taken. Number two, it's very hard to make things small, you know? So let's start, let's start with relatively large, like, Breweries are a fantastic user. Why? Because they have large amounts of organic waste and municipalities hate them. Too much volume. And so the municipalities say, no, you're not growing. And so these breweries have to put in their own. So what you're saying is I own a, micro, I own a brewery. I can't use tap water to make my beer because despite them, the county saying it's safe, it's not safe enough. So I, I have to get some type of treatment and filtration system in so that mm -hmm. my water is clean enough to make beer with. Is that right? For starters. But secondly, I have to handle the effluent because the city won't take the effluent, right? What is that? What is effluent? I apologize. The I'm stuff again, going ignorant, out. ignorant layperson. Okay. The, the stuff that flows out. Got effluent, it. Right. So, so the stuff going out, they say, no, 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 no. We're, we're capacity. There, there's a, a the, brewery. The crap that you are getting out of the water that we shouldn't be drinking they don't want you to give back to them. You have to come up with your own disposal, friendly, environmentally sound way of getting rid of it. Exactly. And okay. so, you know, or truck it somewhere else, which a lot of people do. Um, you know, hog farms, for example, do a lot of this. They pay waste management a lot of money to truck the manure off site. And yet, yet that water, that manure rather, is gold. It's organic fertilizer and pure water. But they'd rather spend a million dollars a month trucking it off site that these are areas that have huge promise and they're being neglected or actively stopped by the municipalities because they don't have the capacity. Okay. So fascinating business model. And you also talk a little bit about the, uh, we can't make any offers to individual investors on the show, obviously, but talk a little bit about the investment opportunity. You talked about how you could invest in a water system like you could be own a part of it. And then you are, is that almost like a utility where you're at the toll road and we get money every time somebody drives on it or drinks the water or makes a beer? Yes. So there's some great models for people to invest in the future. Now, highly regulated. Every state has regulations about you or I investing in stuff like that. So for starters, we have, we're in the lab with three pilots that we have arranged for financing with 
responsible parties. And what we're doing is testing, you know, the ROI, the, the rent roll, the how much maintenance, downtime, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Coming out of that, we plan to have a limited marketplace where we start trying this out. And it's going to be gradual. What people can do, we have a public company. If people are qualified, of course, they can invest. We have an offering and they can become part of that. You know, Airbnb has a valuation of $35 billion even after the crash. And um, I'm not going to claim we'll be worth $35 billion, but I think if we can get this done, we'll be more than a penny stock. Uh, your lips to God's ears. We greatly, <laughs> it's a fascinating business. We greatly appreciate your time and expertise. Uh, it's been Seth Green with Riggs Eckleberry of Origin Clear. Riggs, thank you so much for joining us. It's a great pleasure, Seth. Thank you. All right. For our folks who are watching, listening, and want to learn more, go check out Origin Clear. Um, we're not making any investment recommendations, but I, you have to do your own due diligence. Uh, but thanks so much for watching and listening. We'll talk to you next time. Riggs, thanks again. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.